on the repeat. People hit me up for the cheat sheet. I tell them blood, sweat, tears, motis, beats. Except for this one, this one is butter. If butter is paper and paper is green, then my pen is a putter. And I'm a couple under, young up and comer. Used to be the fall guy, now I drop in summer. Check that, I drop whenever I wanna. I drop spread of marijuana, am I right, Q? Truly, I do be with the weed. It was given to me by my GRE because the pills wasn't appealing to me. Beats killing, so why they making the villain a tree? How you want me to breathe? She a hero to me. Mary Jane, my heroine, how dope is she? Your packy for real. Fuck a deal, don't even need it. Independent like women be screaming. Unless a body will lead you from the three letters. Ah, uh, shit. Who's the rich chocolate and velvety voice is that? <laughs> we got Q the bars up in here this week. Hey, bars, give it bars, up. Bars. Let's, give go, it let's go. Let's <laughs> go. What's good? What? Podcast number what? Nine? nine Podcast them. number nine. Made it. Podcast number Almost nine. to the double digits. We <clears throat> arrived. All right. What's good, Q? What's good, boys? How you guys doing? How was your weekend? Oh, it was... St. Patty's? It was a rough one. You guys were kicking it, right? Yeah, we were. Yeah. I don't know why I'm asking you. Saturday. So how was it? It was cool. I mean, I had like four straight days of drinking, so... Q Q was a small part of it. (laughs) Very small. Yeah, I noticed because I couldn't get a hold of you all weekend. Yeah. Did you guys go bowling together? Yeah. Yeah. How'd you roll them? I watched them roll them. Oh, really? Pretty so, shitty. I was going to say, I can tell you that Mope rolled pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> Big surprise. That was after like nine hours of drinking, though. So We finally got some good weather. Yeah. We did. Um, yeah. So. I want to st- start this off. I Don't get used to this because it won't happen too often, but I need to backtrack a little on, on some shit I said last week. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. I was... I wasn't hating, but I, I did not give uh, Bobby Tarantino to a fair shake. Mm. I listened to it all again, mm-hmm. and I, I must have been like kind of in a, in a specific place when I listened to it the first time or had the wrong expectations or something because it's a lot better than I gave it credit for. It's, um, what, it's made kind of, you, what made you change your mind? Yeah. Well, just Okay, so here's, here's what I'm going to blame it on, and I'll have to find the, I'll have to find the spot here, but... Um, I don't really know what made me change my mind. I just listened to it all the way through again, and I was like, you know what? You were kind of right. There were more moments that I was maybe looking for mm-hmm. the whackness, the the you know peace, love, positivity, all that all that shit. And when I and when it happened, I like shut off for mm-hmm. a minute. Yeah. You know, because it's easy to do, as opposed to just listening to it overall and being like, you know what? This is a like like you said, all the beats were good, and he actually did well on them i just um here's here's what i blame it on so the first song is called overnight mm-hmm. so this is my first impression and wait wait wait, wait. i missed it hard, really so to be a good person tell me is it really so <laughs> but then like let it go let it go because this I think what like a bitch. I treated everybody with respect. Here we go, right here. I treated everybody with respect. Like <laughs> that. And that's the first song. And like that hit, and I'm just like, come on, are we just are we gonna get more of this stuff? Right. And that's not fair because it's just a couple lines. And when I really listened to the whole thing and gave it a fair shake, it's it's dope. It's 
He's he's rapping. The beats are good. It's I it deserves more credit than I gave it. It's like a it's a, it's more of a seven out of ten. That's a classic example of like you're literally listening for because I when I listened to that part, I remember that part because it was like the intro of the whole project, and I was just like, but. And then when I listen back to it, I'm like, I mean, come on, I'm just kind of hating here. Like, that's not even really that bad. Did you listen to the project? No, because you told me not to. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. You didn't tell me not to. <laughs> no, but I, I did. I hit him up when it came out. And Don't I'm you like, fucking dare listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I knew what Logic was recently, in my opinion. So I hit up Packy and I was like, listen to this for me and tell me if it's worth me listening to. Yeah. And he told me no. So I was like, yeah. cool. You I told it. you that Indica Badu one was Exactly. And you, and, Which is amazing. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, um, Contra is dope. I like that one. I'm still not that into the Boom Trap Protocol one that you like, but I like Warm It Up um, and even the one with Big Sean and 2 Chains. What was that. the... I missed one too. It was like uh, Midnight or something Midnight's like good, yeah. Min- Midnight's good. Yeah. Midnight's dope. So, like, d- not to, we're not going to talk about that. We talked about it last podcast, but I just want... I needed to walk that back a little bit because I gave it a second chance and... That's you know, there's certain artists like your real your favorite artists, you'll really give projects and songs a chance. Like Absolutely. if I listen to a Drake album and I doesn't and I don't love it off first listen, I'll keep listening to it and eventually I'll notice songs and stuff that I love. With with an artist that, you know, you'd maybe don't put quite on that pedestal or something, you just give it a listen and you either like it or don't and you move on. Mm-hmm. So right. sometimes you need to give it that second listen. <laughs> Dude, that is mad interesting. <laughs> I definitely didn't think you were gonna listen again. What you been listening to lately, Q? Bro, let's see. Let's go to the playlist. Uh, Smino, shout out Smino, man. He's coming to Common Ground this year. Um, eventually you, we'll. You been big on the Smino train, bro? Smino's the fucking truth. Smino de Grigio. Smino de Grigio. Um, I have been listening to that Tory. Mm-hmm. Um, Wale has this new song called Stang Power. I guess he's off Atlantic. Yeah, I heard that. Dude, he's he's smashed. off Atlantic. Yeah, yeah. I think they dropped him. He said he left. You know how that be. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! <clears throat> yeah. When did I, that happen? Like a couple weeks. Relatively. Ago. Oh really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so really I wasn't recently. just sleeping on that. I heard that All Star Game one he dropped that song, um, that. which was kind of like old Wale type, you know, um, rapping to the to the women. Um, but and I heard that's kind of the wave he's on is kind of how he used to be. Yeah, that like spoken word type. Yeah. He's he's a wordsmith for sure. Yeah, so he doesn't uh, have that label pressure anymore. Nah, I guess not. It sounds like it, honestly. Really? Yeah. I mean, it sounds. I mean, I've never been on a label, but it sounds like he's like in his bag, like yeah. his own personal bag. That's real. Um, I've been listening to that "Gone Off the Drink" by Pat. Ooh, I heard that shit's that flame song. <laughs> <laughs> Shout no, out everybody that, spinning that shit. That whack out uh, foghorn. That uh, <laughs> that leads us into. Dude, I'm just gonna keep it just because it makes me that, laugh. Every I need time. that here. <laughs> that uh, that leads us into the packy bracket. Um, didn't realize like <clears throat> so I saw the Kanye bracket floating around and said something about it and I was just like you know that would be cool to do um with my shit and I have enough songs to do that with. So I just sat down and like made did the seating. I basically I pretty much based it off of popularity, but I didn't straight up just look at stats. I included you know certain other things, but I did the seating myself and um, just sent it to Mo to make the graphic, not thinking it was gonna be 
a thing. Like a big thing. And yeah. the fans have really gotten into it. Like, shout out you guys for um, voting and, and spreading that around because it's gotten a lot of interest. I see a lot of people taking strong stances on certain songs. I made a mistake. I didn't, I meant to do all like completely original content and not do like industry beats, but I accidentally put EL Girls on there, mm-hmm. which isn't an original beat. And I miss me. Yep. But there was one more, I think, too. Was there? But maybe not. Which um, one? I don't know. I'd have to look at it. But EL Girls. So then those were on there, which means I left off like off the leash. Um, even like 24 restyle, like other ones that could have been on there off the leash was the big one to me that would have been on there if I would have been doing that. But, um, Mm. so I made that mistake. I'm trying to look at the list and see what other, I thought I put one other. Oh, it it was, um, breathe, breathe. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that's my, that's my bad, but that's why like an off the leash freak on the leash got left off is because I meant to just do original beats and I made a mistake, but three times fucked up. Unbelievable. (sighs) So (laughs) I was under the gun. How you feeling about you know who's uh the results so far? Um, there really weren't. You know, people are really up in arms about certain things, but there were only three upsets in the first round. Three eleven seeds. It Mm. was uh, charge it to the game, beat uh, on the one, um, and then grip beat. We know you in real life. I was kind of surprised by that. Very surprised. And basement freestyle beat. El girls, um, not so surprised about that. Other than that, though, everything that was a higher seed won. So I'm really not that surprised by anything. Not surprised by charges to the game. No, not at all. They I, did win. Yeah, charges <laughs> to the game beat. Uh, I'm the one. Because um, mm, that was that was my shit. Dude, that's a tough oh, matchup. Wow. <laughs> there were some good matchups, but I, I will say I was a little disappointed in some that weren't as close as I thought they would be. Like what? Like uh. Like static and paved with gold, static won pretty handily. Mm-hmm. Even breathing oh, defining moment, like I thought that was a good matchup. Um, delirious lost, I was disappointed in that. Lost to Groovy Chick. Ah, uh, oh, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. We need a recount. Yeah, I agree. I might just put delirious in there. <laughs> but yeah, um, so second round is currently live. We have uh, one really close. Oh, static took the lead. Static and Fallen Up were 50-50, and now Static is 51%, Fallen Up 49%. There's 10 hours left to vote, so get your votes in. Second round will be done by the end of today, but um, shout oh, out wow. you guys for, for voting on that shit. This shit has been fun. Vote or die. How about the real tournament? God, <sighs> what do you guys think about them Spartans? <laughs> I don't yeah, even really want to talk about it. I think, I think I'm disappointed is what I think. You I th- think you are? I think I am. <clears throat> Uh, I don't know if I should be. Did I expect too much? Whenever, no. Whenever everyone, and I mean everyone, picks someone to win, and it's usually stay like Barack and them. Yeah. Everyone on ESPN, it's too good to be true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They put that bad juju on there. They don't really believe. I picked with my heart, and I picked State in the Final Four, and played played yourself. But that's that's the disappointing thing as a State fan. Okay, we don't make it to the Final Four, whatever. Like. We lose to Duke in the Sweet 16. It'd be disappointing, but, you know, we, we literally can't beat Duke, so yeah. whatever. That was to be expected. But we go exactly. lose to a, a team that was in the playing game, played two times in the last, like, four days. We shot, like, Terrible. oh, my goodness, we had hot lose. garbage. <laughs> we couldn't throw it in the ocean from a boat. We were building a massive house. Yeah. <laughs> That's just built. It's built. Did you guys watch We built a neighborhood. That was the next day. Which one? 
the state game? You guys watch that together? No. No. Okay. No, no. that was that was shitty. How are you guys brackets doing in general? Dude, I threw them shits away. Really? One of mine is actually doing not terribly. What's your final four? Uh Villanova. Um Duke. Um Virginia because I was an idiot. Yeah. But that was my only. That's my the only one that I'm missing though. Um, God, what was Xavier, that? Gonzaga, Michigan, North Michigan. Carolina. Wow, I had Virginia, Villanova, Michigan, Michigan State. Um, so and honestly, I'm I have like 14 guys in the pool that I'm in, and I'm in first right now. Wow. Um, oh really? Yeah, even with Virginia and Michigan State in the final four. Wow. So, but who's your who's your champion? Villanova. Villanova over Virginia. Me too. Um, I picked I picked the Nevada one. It's um, a correct answer. But yeah, whatever. I don't. I feel like this is this is boring to talk about what we picked. But fuck state, man, dude, dude. What is up with these big seeds just not being able to get it done? Yo, shout out UMBC, first mm-hmm. sixteen. The retreaters. They were, <laughs> they were about to fucking do it again. Did you watch that game? Yes, I watched all the games. Like, all weekend. And, dude, okay, two things stand out to me. We have garbage upper seeds this year. And the refs fucking suck. You need need to stop with that. Every every time you watch a state game, every time you watch a state game, I get on Twitter, and I have to get off Twitter because, without a doubt, every state game I watch that we're not killing someone, I'll get on Twitter and Moti's like, these fucking refs are garbage. <laughs> I'm not even talking oh, about. Oh, it doesn't just matter that Izzo's sucking. It doesn't matter that we can't shoot worth a damn. Your tweet is about the officiating. I'm not even talking about just the state game. I'm talking about the entire tournament. It's like these guys have never roughed before. Am I the only one that like thinks this? I was disappointed. Like I thought the refs did some things to keep Syracuse in that game. Like I thought every time they drove to the bucket, they got some shitty foul calls. And I remember texting some people about it. Whatever. But it's just like. When I go to tweet, I'm like, if that's if that's like third or fourth on the list of why we lost. Did you read my tweets? I just I just know I saw one about the officials. Yeah, and it was third or fourth on my list. And I know I see one about the officials. Don't come at me with these hot takes. I know I see him about <laughs> the officiating every time that state plays. Dude, how much was Mo bitching about the officiating on Saturday during the random games? Let's find it out. Yeah, let's let's during the random games. Yeah, because well, cause because I don't give a I don't give a fuck until it's against state. Uh, we need to scroll through your Twitter timeline and find out how many. Uh, can I just search refs on? Uh, I wasn't tw- I wasn't tweeting at all. Like I I yeah, literally no, wasn't. There's only a, there's only a few. Yeah, you did say Michigan State is awful, which you had to because you said Virginia is garbage <laughs> the day before. Because they fucking were. <laughs> but your top your top tweet. Your most recent is, but I will say that was some of the worst officiating I've seen all tournament. Yes. You really think that? Yes. 100%. Dude, your timeline is funny as shit. <laughs> it's definitely. Who wow. called the Arizona game? The Michigan versus Montana game is the worst NCAA tournament game I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Virginia is garbage. Yeah. Michigan State is awful. <laughs> this officiating yes. is the worst I've seen in a like, Facts. Call me Wikipedia. <laughs> Tell oh me my, when I'm wrong. Oh my goodness! Tell me right. Well, literally convince me that I'm wrong. Go. <laughs> Whatever. I don't. Did you watch a lot of tournament games? 
March 2nd, great win despite absurd reffing. <laughs> <laughs> See, I wish I could like search this shit a little more efficiently because I know there's a lot in here. Dude, I, and I am not, I'm not going back on any of that shit. Hey, believe what you believe. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Jump two feet in them things. February 17th, hashtag phantom fouls. Can somebody tell me what the fuck these refs are calling in this state game? Hey, okay. One thing I will say, and I feel like this is something that a lot of people can get, without me just overall saying like the ref refing was shitty that uh -huh. last game. To really drill it down, the more Michigan State games that I watch, the more I'm just like, Ward is such a freaking huge human being that he gets really fucked on a lot of like, just shit that should be called. Yeah. Like I don't I don't care how big you are. Mm -hmm. You're still getting absolutely said. assaulted. Like yeah. assaulted. Dude. And and they're just not calling it because he's big. And I think he if he was better, I think he would get more called. If he was like bridges. Yeah. Oh, if he would you know actually like yeah. No, I but all I'm saying is guys are jumping onto him mm -hmm. and just because he's a massive human being, they're like, you should be able to handle that. No call. It's like the LeBron or the Gronk yeah. type rules. Shaq yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking hate that. So I was talking to Dags on the phone that night after the game, just discuss, just bitching about it, discussing what went wrong. Mm -hmm. And number one, yeah, not necessarily number one, but the obvious thing is you shoot whatever it was, like 17 for 66. That's the number one And you're thing. playing against the zone because you do have to make some shots against the zone. That's right. just how it works. Right. And that that's going to make it tough for you. Mm -hmm. But – the thing that frustrates me the most is Izzo refusing to play Jaron Jackson and having Ben Carter in there all fucking game mm -hmm. and running the offense through him. Like, he touched yeah. the ball because he's in the middle of that zone, which is a, a prime spot to be. And so that's my thing at the end of the game is if you put your best guys out there mm -hmm. and you go down because you just can't shoot or whatever, yeah, it's frustrating, but okay, you put him out there, you gave your team the best chance to win, whatever. You got a top five pick in the draft riding the bench for a guy that's barely played all year, mm -hmm. and then you lose and your season's done. That's hard, to, that's hard to live with. Yeah, I know. Was he the Bill Belichick sitting Malcolm Butler? Exactly, you know exactly, exactly. Like for what? Right, right. And Bill Belichick has more cachet to rest on than Izzo does. Like Izzo hasn't won a ship in 18 years. Absolutely. <sighs> But whatever. I feel like I've bitched about that game for I'm I'm not on the team. So I'm not gonna let it affect me. I'm not the one that went out there and shit the Oh, it, it affected me yesterday. Yeah. yeah. But mean, today, today I'm not I got better things to do. I got better things to do yeah, today. To talk about some bullshit no, I mean <clears throat> bottom line to me the, the thing is this is another reason why I hate Twitter is because I can't I can't fucking bitch about the refs freely. I can't write a <laughs> I can't write a blog on Twitter. Like yeah. I can't appease everybody, so they give me how many characters and I have to fucking just say what I'm feeling at that point in time. And Lord knows I just can't not say it. So that was what I was thinking as far as and this is the whole tournament too. I'm not even just talking. I've literally felt most games that the refs were kind of screwing the big guys, like throughout the. They were trying Pause. to force threes, like because when you pound it down low so much, <laughs> <laughs> now you know how hard I it is. Even have a 
<laughs> now you know how hard it is for these commentators to commentate sports without. That's why I'm not a sports commentator. <laughs> right. Anyway, no, but no, I know you're you saying. try to you try to get it down low so many times, and they just yeah, like when you get salted down low. Whoa. <laughs> When you when you literally are getting assaulted down low, you can't. You, li- you like what are you supposed to do? Just keep doing it over and over and over again and hoping that things change. Yeah, and I agree with you on some of the refing, but I will say if you just went straight from the numbers and we shot like fucking forty threes or something like that, and Syracuse shot like six, that means they're going to the bucket more than we are, and so if they go to the line a lot more than we do, that would make sense. Right. So. No, I mean I. Brutal. Yeah, brutal. But that's what – it just wasn't the state game. Like, I, yeah. I've, I've been feeling that way the whole tournament. That's real. All right, well, let's, let's really bring our guest into this uh, podcast today. Um, I know <clears throat> something the fans, I think, are interested to know, um, and maybe you came prepared with some things to talk about, um, but we can just kind of start with how you got to know us and um, Green Scheme and Musical.ly, how all that kind of came about from your perspective. Word. Um, well, we go to school in the same area, you know what I'm saying? Um, well, went to school, I should mm, say, high right. school, high school. Um, but I, I've known Dags for, since like elementary school. Um, but we kind of started doing some random, everybody tries to be a rapper at least one time, yep. you know what I'm saying? Especially in high school. <laughs> and, uh, we actually got like a couple of our boys and we call ourselves Nick's Breed. Cause they were like some Latinos, okay. And uh, clearly, I'm not, and neither is Dags. <laughs> Dags, Dags kind of looks yeah, like I know, I know. Uh, so we made like we that was when MySpace was out, and we recorded a song over David Banner's "Like a Pimp," mm-hmm. and it was kind of hot. It might still be out there if you guys still have MySpace, but uh, <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> but we like recorded a couple of those. Um, I mean, long story short, we fucked around and bought a Best Buy mic and took some uh, stockings, wrapped over a coat hanger for a pop filter. Swag. Started rapping over other people's beats and eventually decided to like make the music. We were DQ at the time, no ice cream, but just as cold. Um, but then we actually met Mo T uh, at a party. And Dags told me about him, said that this kid from LCC was doing some music. Check the website. It was really good. So salute to you, sir. <laughs> Still doing it. That was thing. about the only thing that was good. Dude, was that Sparknotes the time? Website. It was Sparknotes time. Okay. The music was terrible. The I website was, was dope as fuck. I, I <laughs> That's could real. not agree more. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. The shit looked really good. <laughs> and that's how we ended up where we are today. Exactly. <laughs> but we uh, met this dude at a party. All the girls were like, oh, he raps. You know, I... I hate that. Just by the way, mm-hmm. for people out there, mm-hmm. if you have a friend that raps, it's not cool to be like, "Yo, to rap. introduce him as the exactly. guy. oh, yeah. and then it's like start dancing." Yeah, yeah this is rap. not not nah, not nah, the nah. time. Nah, rap nah. boy, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dance monkey. I'm like, nah, I don't fuck with that shit at all. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they multi ended up freestyling. He was nervous as hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So scared. But I was like, oh, good shit though. He yeah. did it because like I'm not about to do it. Right. They're like, now you go. We're like, nah. Yeah. We're not doing that. <laughs> Um, but then we booked our first show at the small planet and we're like, we got to have somebody open for us. And Dags was like, what about Moti? So I didn't know you at all. I don't think. No, I don't think so. Maybe, um, 
just like seeing you guys. We didn't fuck with you guys just on some like high school stuff. Yeah. Like our our high schools were rivals. Exactly. Yeah. Like you go over there. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Real shit though. We wanted the the girls that went to the school, but y'all just didn't yeah. deserve them. Is what we thought. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. Yeah, and then that first show. Our first show, I guess, was your guys' first show performing together. Yep. Uh, ours was terrible. Yours is pretty good. Um, it was a terrible night. Dags got kicked out, flipping over chairs and shit on his way out. Too faded? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He was flipping over chairs? Yeah, it was one that? Yeah. I remember him getting kicked out, but I don't know On the way was out, doing. he was like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. It was our homeboy's birthday, so we got two turned a little before. Um, but, yeah, man. From then on, it was the rest is history. But we started as DQ, and then we're like, "That's ice cream," you know what I'm saying? And QD, that's also ice cream, <laughs> both quality. Yeah. So uh, we ended up switching to. Um, Dag said he had a dream. He had he took a nap. He had a dream about the Elroys, the E and the L capitalized, and it was like I can't remember what his uh, what the explanation was, but he had a dream. So we went with it. So then we released a project. Michigan Lefts. Dope project. Thank you, sir. After that, I got on Twitter and searched who was talking about the Elroys. It was all people mad as hell. Like, the Elroys came through, shut the party down. The Elroys locked me up. And it was all people from California. And we're like, did some research. E-40 actually says he don't fuck with the Elroys. Mm-hmm. So we. this is after the project is out, by the way. What? Yeah. Yes. After the party and everything. And that's one of the worst things as a rapper that you can like be mm-hmm. be named after is the boys. Absolutely. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you, no matter what, like marketing or whatever, like how far along you were, you had to change that. Name. Absolutely. <clears throat> Especially me, dude. I. Yeah. Don't fuck with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, dude, we were stressing. Like it was like a panic kind of type thing. Like, what are we gonna do? We have a bunch of music out with that. So we sat in the studio for a very long time. Eventually came over green scheme because we still wanted like the East Lansing aspect kind yeah. of about it, but we wanted like you know other green money, you yeah. Know, the pursuit of you know everything's about the right scheme to get that green. So that's real, yeah. But you know, the, our first song with you guys though, "Try Me," that's actually how I got my name. Cue the bars. That's right. Anointed by Saint <laughs> Patrick himself. That's right. So I I think. And because I, until you just said that before we started the podcast today, that that's how you got your name, I had totally forgotten about, yeah. about that. So I just randomly, I had it in a line in the song, like when I kind of introed you into the verse. Exactly. And then you you just went by Q before that. Yes. And then on Twitter, um, my handle was like Q the one and only or some shit like that. Okay. And you tweeted like at Q the bars. You're like, this is still available. You're like, you better jump on this right now. So yeah. that's when I actually switched it to it. It okay. was after the song was out, but Word. yeah, I was just like Q. Dags. Always had me in his phone as Q U A R T in like middle school, high school, not middle school, we didn't have phones, but high school. Yeah. Um, And I thought it was because I could drink a bunch. (laughs) (laughs) Teen drinking is very bad. (laughs) 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 So I don't really know why he gave me that name, maybe just to switch it up, but I've been going for Q for a long time. Okay, word. So then, yeah, try me, and then we ended up doing the. Like the the Max Bar shows, and that's then right. we really started to get into the Green Scheme Spectator shows. And yep. that was a wrap. Word, wrap them. Word, gang, gang. So that's how we got to know Q. And anything you want to tell the people about what you're up to now, or or anything along those lines, or you want to just get into some other topics? Um, are you guys interested? The, I, the, fan, oh, yeah. the fans want to know about you, man. 
they, they're, they're asking for more uh more music and more more stuff with me i get it all the time so i just want to make sure that they they get to talk to you right now well it's gonna happen it's absolutely gonna happen i've been writing a bunch i haven't been recording because i haven't had uh, an ideal recording setup mm. uh the green scheme reunion 2018 i was asked that on twitter okay um maybe yeah maybe word I don't know. Well, at least now, like a couple joints. We got the studio space here in the office here, and Q's been hanging around a lot, so no doubt there'll be more verses, more music. Better believe it. So, uh, you know, one of Q's <laughs> big things uh, that we were even thinking about maybe eventually adding a uh, a separate section of the podcast or a random video segment. Um, anytime a new food comes out at a fast food joint, a new uh, item. Whether it's the most absurd thing ever or something that actually sounds kind of good, Q's got to go try it. Absolutely. And he always comes back with the reviews. So do we have any new ones? No new ones. Wow, okay. I mean, besides, I have to tell the people about the uh, Taco Bell fries. They're all right. They're okay. <laughs> I, I like how you're like, I have to tell the people about the, the, the Taco Bell fries. I was like, okay, they're either going to be really bad or really good. They're all, they're right. all right. They're worth the dollar. Bad they're a dollar. They're worth a dollar. If they were... A quarter more, it would not be worth it, is my personal opinion. They're a little soggy, not really crunchy. If you're, you know, I prefer my fries to have a little snap. A little crunch. Yeah, okay. like my verses. Do you, li- ooh, do you like uh, McDonald's fries the best? No. Or what are your favorite? Wendy's? Uh, no. Um, Arby's? Ew, BK? No. Don't say, say BK. No. Okay. Silly. Yeah, probably McDonald's. <laughs> you're out of control. <laughs> <laughs> they have the best salt proportions, but I don't know. I fuck with probably McDonald's. Yeah, I would probably go McDonald's, Wendy's, or I I fuck with the curly fries though from Arby's. So yeah. those are the top three though for sure. You can get nasty ass curly fries though a lot. BK's got to be one of the just like what do they bring to the table really? The Whopper. The Whopper. That's all they have. They also have amazing cereal milkshakes. Which cereal milkshakes. Bro, what like, t- what type of cereal? Oh, I think Cinnamon I saw Toast Crunch. That. Amazing. Fruit Loops. Pretty good. See, I would uh, never. That's what I'm talking about with you getting the these items from these fast food joints. Mm-hmm. I love milkshakes. Yeah, I would never pull up craving a mil- craving a milkshake and be like, "Let me get that Fruit Loops milkshake." No, but it probably is good because you probably haven't heard about it. That's true. And okay. now, when you pull up to every place, you're gonna say Fruit Loops. Another thing, BK has. I don't know if they still have it, but um, with their onion rings, they got that zesty sauce. That's fire. That zesty sauce is maybe my favorite sauce. I've heard a lot of people that say that. Ooh, it's good. It's is it good. not Thousand Island? It, it might be kind of like that. Yeah, it, it kind of has a little bit of that taste to it. And it's got a little, yeah. A little, it's got a little, ooh, a little kick. A little, <laughs> a little zing. It's got a little, it's got a little. <laughs> <laughs> I tried, uh, I tried, my wife got this random craving last night for a mint shake from Arby's. They have a new yeah. Andy's Mint Shake. Yeah. I've very had good. it. Fire. It's Dang. very good. Yeah. Way better than those Shamrock garbage shakes. Agreed. From- mm. Agreed. First of all, they put some chocolate on the side. A little yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Well, and I got like a, because we had a coupon for a chocolate shake, and I was blown away by the regular ass chocolate shake. At Cause, Arby's? Yeah. Because it was like, they do the extra stuff. Yeah. Like, they make it almost into a sundae. Okay, but I'm content. Do you have anything more to add? What do they do extra wise? Like they put the uh, whipped cream, they put the uh, uh, chocolate like syrup. Stop in. right there! But, Stop right but there. it's not. But it's I not hate overdone. Whipped cream on shakes. 
It's and not every overdone. time I go to a fast food joint and get a shake, I go, no whipped cream. And every time they put the whipped cream I, on there. I agree because McDonald's is like famous for that. Yeah. They're like the most unnecessary. It's like half whipped cream, half shake. Ooh. And then you can't even slurp it. No, I hate that. But this was very tastefully done. Mm. Okay. I'm I'm just being real. No, no that's that's no, that's fair enough. No, McDonald's is extra with a lot of if you ever get like they slop that sauce on all your stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. real. But Arby's is fire. Arby's is fire. Get, get those mm-hmm. sliders, one dollar. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know what I'm talking about. All right, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what along those lines, <laughs> along the food talk, what would you what you eat today, this morning for breakfast? Nothing. Is that a typical morning for you? Yeah, especially on like like when I come in early for the podcast or whatever, I just I'll have a water when I get here or something, and then when we're editing, grab lunch maybe. What is your ideal breakfast? Like, what do you need, or what what's like the best that you have? To be honest, like, okay, not ideal, but realistic. What I eat for breakfast, if I have breakfast, I I love cereal, so mm-hmm. I'll just have a bowl of cereal, whatever. Um, ideal breakfast. I used to really be a breakfast guy, right? Like Eggs breakfast for dinner sure. type stuff. Mm-hmm. But more and more, no. I'm more of you know a lunch guy now. But yeah, I mean, I I really I like a good, just you know, like a like a hash, like a skillet, you know. Yeah. Eggs, some hash browns, mm-hmm. you know, bacon. Throw it all in there. Yeah. I like that. Um, I'm not if I if I had to choose between that and like you know pancakes, French toast. I like those, but I'll go with the skillet. What about you, Mo? What's your? Not a big breakfast guy. Really, but. If I gotta have breakfast, it's normally the the simple stuff like the breakfast burritos, or and not with a lot of shit in it. I don't like that. So, like I'm very, I don't know. I can't like overdo breakfast, or else it's like gonna throw off my whole entire day. Really? Well, that leads me to the next question. What what's the bare minimum that you need to be productive? You know what I mean? Food wise, food wise, or even if not at all, Everything, like coffee. Yeah. Like a wait, like coffee. through the whole day. Just like uh, say you're about to come in here and just work for a few hours, okay? Maybe. So I'm typically start my day with coffee, mm. um, and that can usually get me through. And let me let me walk you through it. So if I just Pretty had a, if I just have a day and I just need to work on music or something like that, mm-hmm. I'll start it off with with a coffee, okay? And I'll work for a few hours, and then you know I'll be okay. I I need a little uh. Maybe like a, a a blueberry muffin. Okay. You know, love me a blueberry muffin. All right. Uh, one of those fr- um, from Meyer in the bakery. Okay. Those Dude. bigger ones. Shout out Meyer Bakery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the best. Yep. So I I, I keep those on deck. Mm-hmm. Um. So maybe you know I'll throw in a throw in a uh I, I like bagels too. Okay. Don't get them as often, but blueberry throw, bagels. Um. No, just uh. Plain with cream cheese. Uh. Maybe maybe a everything bagel once in a while. Mm-hmm. Tomato basil, good flavor. Um, but yeah, something like that, you know, have a glass of water, stay hydrated. Absolutely. And then, um, you know, maybe I'll take a break, go to the gym or something like that. Then come back. Good size lunch. I end up having like weird times. I'll, I'll eat like a, a good size lunch at like two. Okay. Not necessarily like noon. I'll have a little bit later something to eat for breakfast and then I'll do that at noon and then, um, whatever for dinner at like a later dinner. Mm -hmm. But that, that usually gets me through the day. Okay. So if you had like a cup of coffee and no food, could you record? Could you like be yeah, productive? Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Yep. In the morning. Yep. I don't. I don't need food when I wake up. Mm-mm. Not until, not until noon. Then yeah. it's like, 
it gets to the point if i if i wait like three hours afternoon i'm always getting headaches always really? mm-hmm. what are you what are you what do you like what do you need dude um i don't need anything but <clears throat> oh here we go you know what i mean <laughs> I don't I need lie. anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I um, I usually eat some like oatmeal, like something kind of oatmeal's good, low key. I love oatmeal, mm-hmm. yeah. Especially like apple cinnamon, yes. maple brown sugar, dude. Like the strawberries and cream, mm. peaches and mm. mm. should have had that queued up. Do I know? Pun intended with the queue. Dude, my biggest thing about breakfast is. I have a hard time starting my day, like getting out of bed and like just I want to just sleep. Yeah. But I know that like I'm trying to make an effort to like not be that guy because I am more productive when I actually get my ass out of bed. Right. Like I get the most done within like the first three hours of the day if I don't wait until noon when everyone's hitting me up anyway and I can't get anything done. Yeah. So the bottom line is like, but I can't. I don't like to make myself something that isn't just like, boom, I'm done. Let's go. <clears throat> like even this coffee yeah. maker in the office is pissing me off because I'm just like, I have to make it. And then like, I'm used to my Keurig where I would just I literally wake up, make yeah. myself a cup of coffee and just go up into my home studio and be locked in there for three yeah. hours. I'm lazy like that too. Like I like eggs, you know, whatever. But you got to make them. But I got to, and then, you know, you got to wash the pan. Right. And I'm like killing productive hours It takes about, two, it takes about two minutes, but it's like <laughs> still something I got to do. But it is a thing. And it literally is just like it eats at my like soul yeah. because I'm, I'm knowing oh. that I could be in the studio actually doing something like that's going to further our shit instead of making breakfast. That's, that's, <laughs> abs- that's that absurd. That's absurd. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's absurd. You That's act, literally you stuff act like that you, I think you about. You act like you waste no seconds in a day doing anything. I literally, like, it eats at me. That's absurd. You need to eat the food. Being, yeah. being unproductive with stuff like that, literally, that's like... That's ridiculous. That's why? Excuse. Why is that that's ridiculous? Because you act, like that premise is acting like you literally waste no seconds in a day doing anything but work. Oh, no. I waste... I know, but that's what I'm saying. That premise is like... I no, can't no, no. take two minutes to make food because I'm unproductive it's, during it's, those two minutes. No, it's it's priorities for sure. Yeah. But I do prioritize like my free time over making myself breakfast. Yeah. Have you guys heard of um I think it's called the Instapot? And I'm not talking about getting trees quickly. Oh. I'm not interested. So I one of my friends was telling me about it over the weekend. It's like it's kind of like a crock pot. Okay. But he was basically saying you can literally just throw anything in there and it'll cook in like a half hour. Like he said he threw like frozen chicken in there and in a half hour is ready to go. And he just and he threw like cut, like, half cut, hour? Like, cut like sweet potatoes in half, threw them in there, like all together type shit, mm-hmm. throw it in and it's good and he said it's good as hell, whatever. I was like, shit, that sounds like my type of cooking. Just throw whatever I want in a pot and it just done. What? That, that seems like is a little weird. Yeah, man. that's that's weird. Yeah. Especially with chicken. Frozen chicken? Right. In 30 minutes? Uh, is that killing up. all that bacteria? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that one. Shit, as long as Can't. it tastes good. I mean, while the drink, As long all, as it tastes good. <laughs> all, the, all the drinking I've done, I'm probably not going to live past, you know, whatever. So. Well, you're not trying to speed up the process. Right. Hey, man, as long as it tastes good. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, okay, so you guys haven't heard of that. No, I haven't heard of that. But, I don't think uh, it's a thing. I don't think it's FDA. I mean, approved. I've heard of like crock pots. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, heard I of, use like, I use crock pots. Like yeah. that's one of the only things I can. All right, here we go. Here's a three minute video. Instapot 101 frozen chicken breasts. 
Whoa, Are we gonna get copyright for using another person's uh, YouTube video? I don't think so. Okay, so here's a video about cooking chicken really quick. So let's say you're trying to get dinner ready and you think, oh, I need chicken. I forgot to take it <laughs> Straight out of the up. freezer. What am I gonna do? That's where this comes in handy. So I have some chicken here, and this is like one of those flats of five or six chicken That's the Insta Pot. It really just looks like a crock pot. Sale. Literally. It's and a these straight are frozen crock pot. solid. I noticed some big ass chicken. Yeah, those are solid. I mean, solid. I tell you, this is not fancy Hollywood I mean, tricks. I, I am not so doubting I that this thing probably bit, gives you chicken that's edible after 30 you're minutes. You're just wondering so if it's really. Yeah. yeah. Because a microwave can do the same shit. I don't want to. Right. Like, technically, I could eat chicken out of the microwave and tastefully be okay with it. Yeah. But not not fucking not fucking living wise. Is cooking and she doesn't even like I thought it would like about. flash to the end and like show the chicken, but it doesn't. Yeah, I gotta see it cut open. Yeah. I need to see that shit under a microscope. <laughs> Cause I mean, really though, I could put chicken in a microwave and it, after 30 minutes I could eat it. Mm -hmm. But like Hey, I, my friend my friend swears by it. He he likes it a lot, so I'm interested. I I I'll at least uh do a little research on it. Absolutely. I would do research on it. Because I don't cook. And if something can really help me cook, because it's not that I don't like to, I wouldn't rather have like a healthy meal or, you know, not go get fucking McDonald's. I would rather cook, but I just don't. Well, like yeah. <laughs> so no, I just I throw stuff in a pot, whatever. But that's what freaks me out about chicken, though, is I know that it's like, you have to make sure that that shit's done. Yeah, especially with chicken. Yeah. Dude, I'm weird you guys, about... You guys are scary. Dude, I am. I don't give a shit. You do, though. That's Dude. like a thing. That's not like a... Live no. a little. I'm checking face <laughs> on... This water What no. else we got today? Instapot was my last topic. <laughs> <laughs> Q, you were talking to me about this uh, white and... Uh, or not white. Light and dark... Drank. Drank. Yeah. What? Okay. What do you prefer? Are we talking alcohol? Yes, we are. Um, I'm a whiskey guy. Okay. And you are? I'm a whiskey guy. Now, my question is, why? Um, honestly, the first thing that popped in my head when you said why was just like taste. Yeah. Um, I can't even really think of a reason. I think it's, beyond, it's beyond taste for me. It's, it's taste. It's the ratio of taste and hangover. Mm. I... When when I'm and I'm not saying you're not I'm saying when I'm talking about like what I like to drink hangovers take no part in it because I I don't honestly even I haven't thought about it enough to even form an opinion on what gets me more hungover than other things it's just like I drank a lot I definitely have I mean I assume cheaper, the cheaper yeah I, I, okay well, that's yeah, for fair. sure but right. as far yeah. as like between what type of anything so I asked because I was curious like. Usually people say, like, one makes them angry sometimes. You know what Dark. I mean? Dark. Dark, right. But I just met someone that I work with that says that vodka does that to them. That oh, really? It makes them, yeah. I've never heard that. Drink it. That's what I'm saying. I've heard whiskey. So that led me to think, is it just an excuse? You know what I'm saying? Or, like, do you have, like, a bad experience? Let's say tonight I drank some whiskey, and but some shit happened earlier in the day, and then I had a really shitty night on the whiskey. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I can't drink whiskey because every time I do it, I get angry. Yeah, I don't you know. know I, mean? I don't know. I just think there's so many factors that lead into it yeah. that they are all 
we determined in the uh, in um recent past that uh whiskey or dark liquor makes dags angry yeah but lots of things make that that's what i'm saying is it just but but is it it his circumstance but i feel like we've had specific experiences like i think he even got to the point where he he was like i i just don't i don't and he doesn't he was never like a big you know he's a vodka he's a tequila yeah right um so he was never like, oh, I really got to stop drinking whiskey because it's angry. It's just like, mm, I'm not going to do it anymore. Right. Like, it um, just so happens every time I drink it, something yeah, bad happens. Yeah. yeah. We were kind of, uh, Glow and I were kind of talking a, a little while ago, and we're, like, half joking, but, like, too hard it makes her mean. And, like, yeah, it's that type of shit. I don't know if it's, are you just faded and some <laughs> other stuff's going on or, like, because I think everybody's had, I've had, if I just looked at it like, oh, I had a really fucked up night. I'm going to blame it on the type of drink I had yeah. right. as opposed to just now you were Well, think about up. how many bad nights I've had on Bombay. Like, but it was But that got proven that there was way too much what, alcohol in That's that why shit. I don't believe in it exactly. because up until that point, I was like, oh, shit, like uh, gin really makes me all messed up and whatever. No, it's because I was drinking a gin that was like insane in the alcohol proof. Yeah. So, but that's the thing is, and the reason why I try to stay away from um, – Vodka is because what I'm mixing it with causes me to drink more of it because it's so normally what you're drinking is like more like uh, sweet, fruity like type of stuff that you're mixing that with. Mm. And it's so easy to like drink Chug. a lot. Yeah. But like whiskey, I'm always just like no matter what I'm mixing whiskey with, I'm always just sipping it. Yeah. You know what I you know, what I really am as far as what I prefer to drink. I'm whiskey in the. Cold months, vodka in the warm months. Yeah, and I can see that. And like that's not to say I don't drink it, but I just try to – I stay away from it more because I know that it's tougher for me to like forget that I'm actually like drinking insane amounts of alcohol because it's just like, oh, it's lemonade and vodka, and lemonade right. is so good anyway that you're like yeah, sip, sip, so sip, sip. let's and- draw a conclusion. Do you guys think that it actually – a certain type of liquor can make you mean? The thing is, is I don't know if I have the answer. Okay. But I do I am curious. I think I am I think I lean more towards it's not no. necessarily. I need more evidence. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How many fucked up nights did you have? What happened earlier? Right. Yeah. What did you eat? What was your life circumstance? How much did you have? Yeah. That's I think like, that that's goes like when I more. that's like when I smoked and fainted in the middle of the mall. It's like, oh well weed makes him faint. Well, I oh, also hadn't eaten in exactly. like eighteen hours and, and Dags gave me Keith <laughs> Bong. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, a rookie. That's I would weigh on the side. He also of, saved my life, though. So. Of not believing that <laughs> because he caught me when I made it. Shout I don't believe. Dagler. I don't believe that. Shout out Dagler. <clears throat> we gotta get him on the pod. We'll get you both up here sometime. Should we call him at work? We should. <laughs> we definitely should. Hello. hello. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play a game. We just start screaming on the other end yeah. of the world. <laughs> I, I kind of want to call him and ask his opinion on that. Yeah, hit him up. Should I try? For sure. I don't. Yeah. What? <laughs> I don't. I'm, I'm like thinking about. I'm thinking about this topic in my head, and I'm like, there's just too much that goes into that too to much. to literally like just be like, it's because of the color of it. Like, it's because of what the alcohol was that I got so angry. Like, no, I don't. And how many other people that same night in your same group was drinking the exact same thing? Right. Yeah, but I feel and like how people many can nights, react to things differently. Exactly. But how many how many nights have you not had that same reaction though? <laughs> exactly. There's two I just I need to I need to see more. 
Because I do agree, like, I've had more bad nights on, like, vodka and gin than I have on anything else, but that doesn't mean just because it's... He's about to be pissed. Ooh. No, he won't. <laughs> Why is it sounding like that? It's FaceTime audio. Why don't you just call him? Because uh, my phone shuts Hello. off. What's good? What up? You're live on the podcast. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> you just wake up, bro? No, it's at work. You sleeping oh. at work? You sound like you're sleeping at work. That's good. <laughs> we have a we have a question for you. We won't take right. up too much of your time at work, but we you're want good. we want an opinion. Um, do you think a specific type of liquor, dark or light, specifically? I think the common conception is dark. dark correct. Liquor can make people meaner. Uh <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if it's a certain one. I just think like certain people can react differently to different liquors in general. I kind of. I kind of agree with that. I definitely agree. Yeah. I feel like it's a bit of everything. That's why I don't know if I can distinctly blame it on whiskey or dark. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I see what you're saying. Like, people are. Like, so you're saying. You, so you're saying you think it could be any type of. Like it, the liquor Ooh, can me? affect. No, I'm no, talking no, no. to you. My bad. My bad. Oh, um, okay. I forgot you were here. Like any, uh, um, any specific type of liquor can affect you in a different way than someone else, and it could make you meaner. But you're saying it just doesn't have to be like dark, or it doesn't have to be whiskey. Correct. Can, okay. I think it's just like a, it's a, like a blanket statement to say, dark liquor makes me angry. Maybe it's like Captain Morgan. Maybe you yeah. know what I'm saying. Dax, like, when's the last time you had dark liquor? Um, uh, I mean, there was a, a period of time of where there was a there was a period of time where you took a break from it, right? Yeah, you retired it. Yeah, I mean, I don't drink it really anymore. Like, I'll have maybe like a shot or a drink or something, or a couple of drinks, like yeah, a Manhattan or old fashioned or something. But like, I haven't just specifically <laughs> drank dark liquor and been drunk in like a long ass time. Yeah, yeah, you're that tequila man. <clears throat> yeah, Do I you- mean. That's the thing, like, I can drink a lot of tequila and it doesn't seem to affect me, but then you hear all the time, like, tequila makes me a slut. <laughs> or like, what the fuck? Does it make you know? a slut? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like my nice, nice, like, chill buzz. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> no, that's fair. That's actually a good example. People say tequila is, like, they're big. Oh, I, I better not have any tequila. Right. But then someone like Dax is... You know, he drinks tequila all the time, and he feels like that's his smooth mm-hmm. go-to, whatever. Right. So that kind of goes to your point of it just depends on how you react with it. Right. Yeah, and I think, like, if you drink too much of anything, like, you're probably going to well, yeah. have problems. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. How that, much? That's what I thousand, was saying. If you drink a thousand beers, you're probably in <laughs> Right. So, Depending on how much you had to eat, too. Like, like everything. Everything. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's on your mind and shit? Yeah. Right. All right. Well, thanks for that insight, Dags. We'll we'll get you on the pod so we can talk about some more shit. But have for a, sure, have a good day at work, bro. Gang, right, we'll gang. You Dags, was your office door closed throughout that entire conversation? What's that? <laughs> he said, "Was your office door closed through that conversation?" Oh yeah, you already know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Be easy. All right, bro. All right, guys. Yeah, I think that's that's. I like the tequila point because mm-hmm. people say that. Like I was, I kept thinking whiskey. People get angry, but people be. People think they really get gone off the loose. tequila, mm-hmm. and I believe it, yeah. but it also can work with other things. So, 
one thing I did think about though too, you could like fool yourself into thinking that. I, I definitely like, think so. You, I think it's a, men, a mental thing. Once you think that, you actually yes. then right. you yeah. like yeah, you fool your brain into thinking that you are like that. I think so. I think people think that with tequila a lot. Yeah, like people are just like, oh, tequila, because it has this reputation of like Dex said, tequila yeah. makes me a slut. <laughs> like, why? Because when you're drunk, you go sleep with people, right? But it has right. nothing to do with exactly. tequila, right? Did yeah. you just want to sleep with people? Right, anyway? right, right. It's right. almost like an excuse, almost to like be that way. Exactly. So if you are that way, it's like, oh, well, it was the dark. Yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> you can't blame me. Sharon shouldn't have bought me those shots. Sharon. Really. <laughs> Sharon does not sound like she's wild. No, she's she needs to be in the office. <laughs> Sharon. No disrespect to the Sharons out there. Why is Sharon that just is Karen. <laughs> I know no Sharon. Oh shit. Let's uh let's let's do a few fan voicemails. A few I fanners? Know. Yeah. Shout out to It doesn't have to be the end of the pod, but you know. I, I know I'm out of topics. <laughs> All right, first one. Hey, guys, it's Michael. <laughs> uh, spectator all the way, baby. Uh, big fan here. Love you guys so much. I know who this um, is. I started <laughs> rapping when I was 31. But, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to get some bad bitches on my dick. <laughs> I love you guys. And my question is, we're all when you're on stage and a bad bitch. Shows her nipple. Do you get nervous and forget your words? Because <laughs> I would. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> <laughs> That's Yates for sure. What wow. did he say? When a bad bitch shows her nipples and you're on stage, <laughs> do you get nervous? Forget the words. <laughs> That's never happened to me. Hey. So I don't know. You can only aspire. There aren't any bad bitches out there anyway. In what situation is he talking only my, about? Only my girl. <laughs> He said when you're on stage. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Not just walking around in life. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, okay. No, I've, that's I'm that's the thing, you know? I don't I don't get on any of these festivals or anything like that. I don't I don't I don't see the titties. <laughs> Not to mention, you know, um when you're at some of these, you know, Max Bar, mm-hmm. you don't need to be climbing on anyone's shoulders and nah, doing any of that. So you're right no. there. great question though, Yates. That was entertaining. <laughs> Appreciate you. How could you tell? I I knew right away when he came on. Did he say? Did he say this is Michael or no? Yeah. Okay. I think maybe that's oh, what. Okay. For those of you that don't know, this is this is Yates. I did a song with him like a year or two ago called Thirty One. Is Yates yeah. gonna copyright us for this? No. <laughs> he better not. Thirty one. Hey. Started rapping. I was thirty one. Yeah. Hella bitches got like thirty one. Ooh. Fuck around and have a 30 song. Yeah. You yeah. fell up. That's yeah. yes. Go yeah. check out 31 featuring your boy. Third one, third one, third one. Next question. What's up, guys? This is Brian Fulkerson uh, from up, Owensboro, Brian? Kentucky. Found you guys through Joel years ago. Shout out, Joel. I, I love your all shit. Anyway, in regards to the label. The Spectators Collective. Are you guys considering signing any other genre other than rap to the label? And I know all, and I really enjoy the fact that all your all's rappers all have their own style. So I just want to say thanks for all the music. Just curious on that question. 
Wait, <clears throat> good question. Shout um, out to you, homie. Yeah. Uh, I would say we are open to it, but, um, and Mo can probably touch on it better than I, as far as just our knowledge of things and our connections and even Mo mixing and mastering things and, and our, our marketing of things, we have a, a base built in, in hip-hop. Mm-hmm. So us to go take a country singer or any other genre mm-hmm. and say, hey, use our platform, mm-hmm. it could work. Yeah. Um, but it isn't necessarily as direct a line as signing a hip-hop artist. And I like the fact that he added and appreciated the fact that all our artists kind of have different styles right. because that's what we don't want to go sign like clones of somebody else so like i like the fact that you know um cyrus has a a a pop aspect to his music you know marcus has a very unique like funky Mm -hmm. you know aspect and pop aspect to his like joey has a like a r&b side to Mm -hmm. him and and things like that so um there are other genres included in some of the guys styles but as far as straight up signing an r&b singer or straight up signing a country singer Mm -hmm. it would be a little difficult yeah, I think ideally, like, you would like to think that it could work, mm-hmm. but business-wise, it's just, I think in order for it to work, I think we would have to have somebody that was more so familiar with the, that side of music to, like, run the background mm-hmm. or, like, head the background yeah. of that. Because, yeah, we I mean, we're almost 10 years in this now, and we are experienced in the hip-hop world, but we're not in anything else. Right. Yeah. And it's all that we can do to run this side of things. Anyway, we're a small operation. Right. It's not. It's probably um dependent on if a different genre wanted to sign with you guys, knowing that you didn't have any. Right. That, so. Yeah. That's more. It's not like I don't want to. It's mm-hmm. like it wouldn't be right to because I don't have the same things to offer someone right. like that as I would a hip hop artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would want to. I think. Yeah, I would. I would wake up every day though, being like. What I don't. I, what am I doing? I, yeah, like, I we could. Just, we could. I would give, not feel comfortable. We could give right. an initial audience, like, to hear initial songs, but at the same time, like, that's part of the reason signing a hip hop artist is like, we listened to Cyrus when we signed him, and and thought this fan base that we've cultivated mm-hmm. would like this music, right? Mm-hmm. Right. As a like, and I can't say that about going and grabbing a country singer and right. saying, oh yeah, go you know put your music out and my fans will listen to it yeah they might listen to the first song and then be like what is this country stuff right so the best the best analogy i can think of is like everyone would like to be the big market networks like cbs nbc that does it all mm-hmm. like news yeah sitcoms like everything yeah but not many can right, so right. there's there's a lot of like mtv food network like things that specialize in certain things right, yeah. that and they're good at it that's a good point Good question, though. Yeah, for sure. Hey, guys. It's Noah B. from Toronto. What up? And I was just wondering if uh, Packy reached out to Tory Lane to work on Slide with him or if it was the other way around. Uh, <laughs> thanks. <clears throat> Love your music, guys. Have a good one. I definitely, re- I definitely reached out to him. <laughs> um, Tory wasn't reaching out to me. And I actually... Tory went- reached out to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he actually hit me up the other day and wanted me... He wanted to use one of my songs on his album. <laughs> I, <I'm> just... <laughs> um, but no, when we did that song, his 
he actually did his part and his manager <laughs> like i never even talked to tori the whole time um his manager hits us calls us and is like hey so tori got his shit done like can i play it for you guys <laughs> we're like <laughs> on the phone sure. yeah the phone. he's like he's like yeah i'm at i'm at dinner right now but i'll just play can i just play it for you guys it's like sure and so he plays it over the phone I think it was from another phone. Yeah, it was like holding another phone up to his phone while he's at dinner and playing Tori's part. And and I was like, yeah, like sounds good, but can you send the file yeah. so I can actually sign off on it because I like I'm That's not crazy. I'm not going to sign off on this, you know, but no, I definitely reached out to him for sure. He was a much bigger artist than I was and and is. So, right. but yeah, shout out Tori Lance for doing that. Though. That was dope. Um, do you guys have any other topics and we can finish with some fan stuff or are we just ending with with this i thought you were talking to me about one more thing that you were and i can't remember what it was oh um i did want to uh bring up common ground oh this, yeah this summer for those that don't know common ground is uh like the biggest festival we have here and the only festival we have here in lansing mm-hmm. except for we had prime, prime. last year which prime if that keeps coming back that was dope but that, that was the first year dope. common ground's been happening for a long time so you guys performed at common ground what year two years 2015 ago? i believe 15, yeah <clears throat> summer of 2015 yeah all right so i'm gonna go through the lineup and see if uh anything tickles your fancy mm. so uh thursday's the country night i already oh, know yeah. you're intrigued absolutely they got kip moore and hunter hayes I don't know who either of those are. Dags said they were dope. Is Hunter Hayes the guy that is like 17 years old? Yeah. He looks like he's 10. Okay. Mm. I've heard of him, but I have no idea. Um, they're the only ones listed for Thursday. Uh, Friday, we got the real pop artists. Okay. Uh, London Richards. You ever heard of him? No idea. Mm-mm. Sasha Sloan. No idea. Nope. Smeezy F. Baby Smino. Can't wait for that shit. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesse Reyes and Halsey. Mm. Is, is Halsey kind of headlining? She is headlining. Yeah. Yep, that's dope. That's I think that's the order too. That I just uh, okay. You think Jeezy is gonna be there? Maybe. I think Jeezy's <laughs> in this room right now. <laughs> <laughs> to my left. Hey, I'll fucking kill you. Yo, uh, you're dead. Halsey's dope. Um, she did lie straight up to my face. She's not from Michigan. When she says I got a boy back home in Michigan, I heard something about that. Yeah, well, she's not. Where's she from? The very next line, she talks about someone in the Garden State. It's her, because that's where she's from. She's from New Jersey. <laughs> that's she's weird. Dope. She's dope. She was... Um, Did well, she live in Michigan for a while or something? Or why does she... Bro, if you say back home... Yeah. Your I home know. better be yeah. exactly yeah, what you say. Weird. Unless I you're know. talking in the third person. Like, is she, like, telling a story from somebody else's perspective? Maybe. I don't know. I didn't even hear the song. I don't know. Bad at Love? I've, I've, I've I know who she song, is, but I've never really know. heard much of her music. That's the only song I've heard from her. But they were pumping her um in the iheart i heard that i heard that that they were just showing her every skirt after we turned it off after the dog shout out the dog shout out ariana grande's dog dog yeah not even her her dog um so uh i can't remember have you guys talked about best versus favorite no when you like when you that's talk a good about point, though. your top whatever. Oh yeah, that's what we were. Even if it's like food. Again. Yeah. But you're so I would ask you guys, we'll say top three maybe. Maybe top five. Favorite artists, rap artists. 
That's not that's not like the Jay Z, right, 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 Tupac, Biggie, type right. Oh, you want to go first, Mel? You can marinate if you want. Yeah, favorite. Favorite. I, when you first, I'll let you think about it. And um, when you first said that, the favorite best thing, I was thinking about like songs because I immediately went to like the the bracket that's going on right now that we're doing, mm-hmm. and I was like. Even myself, if I were to fill that bracket out, mm-hmm. my favorite and my best would be completely different. Right. Because to me, best um, takes a lot more into account. Like, it takes into account how successful the song was. Mm-hmm. Like, I would be stupid to look at, like, let's say Wobbin wasn't one of my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. But I would be dumb to look at the numbers that it's done and say that's not one of my best songs. Mm-hmm. You know, so I feel like that could also go two ways, though, because what if it's like the best you're like, you think this is the best you performed a song, recorded true. a song. True. You're like, this is my best vocal performance. That's true. But the song did yeah. not that well or that's it did true. really well. Yeah, because it shouldn't be based off like what other people. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. For example, like Delirious, I think is one of my best like Agreed. vocal like I feel like I hit a pocket with my melodies and singing and stuff, mm-hmm. but yet I got knocked out first round by a song. Groovy Chick is a popular song, one of my least favorite mm-hmm. songs I've done, mm-hmm. honestly. And so yeah, the whole favorite best thing can. That's a good. That's a good discussion. Who are you? Do you have a top five? Are uh, we talking in a time frame? No. No, of all time, top five yep. favorite. So you said favorite, right? Favorite. You got I, Andre Three Thousand is my favorite. Dope. And he. I think is arguably the best, one of the best. But that's fair. Does the best? I mean, I don't think the best equates to favorite. You know what I'm saying? No, no, not at all. Is uh, "Delirious" your favorite song? Because you think it's your best vocal performance? No, no, I don't know what my favorite song is. That's so hard to. That's so hard to decide. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I can't pick a favorite. But I can I wouldn't just come out and say "Delirious" is my favorite. I just. For someone that when I sit down and make music, most of the time I'm writing rap verses and stuff. So when I go do a song like Delirious, it stands out to me and I'm like, I like impress myself type right. type shit. You know what I'm saying? Because it's different for me. So when I go make that song and before anyone else even hears it, I'm playing it in my car all the time and stuff being like, oh, I actually like pulled this off. I feel like mm-hmm. as opposed to I know I can go write a dope verse. Right. You know, but I don't know that I could hear that Delirious shit in my head. When I hear the beat, but go try to record it and not be able to pull it off. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I have a dope 16, I can pull it off. Right. So that's the difference. It doesn't necessarily mean, oh, that's my favorite because of it, but it has a special place. You want to know the crazy thing that I'm even thinking about with mm-hmm. this conversation is my favorite, the criteria that I use to judge my favorite stuff on is way different now that I'm older compared to when I was younger. Yeah. Like it's kind of like, the best, the best example I can think of is is video games. Mm-hmm. Like when I was like into video games and like playing them all the time, and like, I mean, we were obsessed with video games for a long time. Yeah. And I don't play them at all anymore. Like mm-hmm. not at all because, and it's not because I don't want to. It's just because the new type of video games just don't even really like catch my interest anymore. To the point where I'm playing like the simple stuff, like. NFL Blitz still and like right. all of that that like I grew up on, mm-hmm. but they don't make games like that anymore. Right. So I, therefore, I don't play games right anymore. Yeah. 
That's so, fair. so that's the thing is like when I was growing up, you know, I'm obsessed with people like Lil Wayne and Eminem and, and things like that, where they were very lyrical and very like, it was that type of rap. Mm-hmm. Now it's hard to find that type of rap. And so therefore I tend to not listen to a lot of the new stuff out there anymore because of that fact. It doesn't mean that it's bad. Mm-hmm. It just means my pool from my <laughs> favorites is very small yeah. that I'm able to choose from now. Well, it's also difficult for me to, like, if you would have asked me five years ago, who's your top five favorite art- artists, like, Eminem would have been in there. Mm-hmm. Now, because I don't like his recent shit, right? it's harder for me. But that shouldn't take away his old shit. But at the same time, to say someone's your top five favorite artist, shouldn't you be listening to them, like, every once in a while? Like, mm-hmm. either, not their new shit. Like, you yeah. could still be listening to the shit you liked. But shouldn't I be doing that every once in a while? Which I guess I do still with M once in a while, and he would be borderline top five for me. But I, yeah, I will say the new, yeah, favorite wise, he's definitely one of the best. Right. right. But favorite wise, mm-hmm. um, he would be a little more borderline because then I'd think about like, I I have to have Drake and Kanye in there because mm-hmm. they're like my two by far most listened to artists. Right. Mm-hmm. So I have to put them in there. Mm-hmm. Then I know these guys are new, so we're talking all time. But I'm just thinking about who I listen to a lot and stuff. Kendrick and J. Cole. Yeah. Um, J. Cole will always be one of my favorites because during that the time where I was really forming my my musical opinion and getting into music and all my favorite artists were coming up, Drake, Wiz, um, Big Sean, right. J. Cole, mm-hmm. Kendrick. Drake was my or uh, J. Cole was my favorite. Right. So I loved his mixtapes and all that stuff. So it's harder for him to do wrong now than some of these other people with me. Right. But that means I have Drake, Kendrick, and J. Cole all in there, which when we're talking about all time, that's kind of like questionable. Right. <clears throat> yeah. But I think uh, the time, that that that's kind of what I'm picking up for. Like favorite is more associated with a time in your life. Yeah. Best is kind of beyond time. That's true. It's kind of a... Yeah, that's true. So you, yeah. I Another one of my like favorite best whatever i'd put him in both categories but he would be the one that wouldn't be in everybody else's Mm -hmm. um lupe for me um he there was that period of time there for me where where he was like probably in you know 2008 9 10 if you would have asked me you know who are my favorites he would have been in there i would have thought of him right away right and then again like some of the older guys yeah they fade off and Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think about it as much, but there was a period of time where he was the guy for me. That's what's crazy, though, is like I think about somebody like Lil Wayne Mm -hmm. and how much I listened to him in Mm -hmm. like college. Like I couldn't get it. And the thing is, I like chose. It wasn't even just because he was all over the place. Yeah, it was because I chose to like just put him in all of my playlists. Yeah. And I don't revisit him anymore. The thing I. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. The thing I always think of with Wayne, remember Hot New Hip Hop? Yeah. Like, I know it's still around, but it was my go-to to find new music a lot. Right. Anytime, because he did so many songs and so many feature verses during mm. that period of time. Anytime his name popped up on Hot New Hip Hop, I fucked with the song. Yeah. Bro, I just did a disservice to the man Teddy Payne in regards to Lil Wayne, because I didn't do Sunday's show for Common Ground. And oh, oh, that, oh. that's along those lines. Um because like Wayne, T Pain, T Pain's mm. coming on that Sunday. Dope. Dope. Damn, um, I'm sad I gotta miss that. I know, Mr. Espana. <laughs> Golly. 
Sleeve getting married. Shout out Sleeve. Yep, I'll be in Spain. Um, so Sunday, real quick, is a Super Bowl. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. Super B W E. Jazzy Jeff, DJ Jazzy Jeff is going to wow. be in the building. Whoa. Teddy Penderass Down, mm. Kevin Gates, and Gucci Mane. Ooh, about to be chocolatey. Yeah. Hmm. Didn't chocolate. Kevin Gates like? When did he get out of jail? Recently. Yeah. I think a couple months yeah. ago. I'm kind of surprised they brought him in. Very. Yeah. I'm very Because they try to be safe, I think, a lot. Yeah, yeah, they do. I think he'll keep his feet on the ground this time. Yeah. Yeah, what did he... He Bro, kicked he, a girl in the face at a show? Apparently, it wasn't the face, but it looked like the face. It yeah, was like it her chest. He straight booted her. Oh, her chest? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not to... Yeah, no, I know. I know. That's not what you're saying. It was violent. Yeah, that, that was very That was fucked up to see that footage. Yeah, so... uh Back to the Wayne thing. That's it's crazy because dedication six mm. is good, right? And I am shocked. I don't even think I I listen to it. No one cares. Yeah, and that's the the saddest part is that we've been asking for Wayne to come back for so long, and now he's back, and no, and one, no one cares. Bro, I don't want to beat this to death because I feel like I've touched on it on multiple podcasts. Wayne is the one that jumps out the most to me in the conversation of tying music to a time rather than what it actually sounds like right because yeah. when i listen to old wayne compared with probably dedication six yeah or even some of the stuff like other new stuff from wayne mm -hmm. i'm i'm like is it is it really that different yeah gloria was playing the other day uh, old destiny's child mm -hmm. and soldier with ti and wayne like wayne's verse on that yeah. i remember like dope ass song destiny's child was always dope and but like his verse on it, if he really thought about it, was like, yeah, very average. What, yeah, very average. But he was hot then, yeah. and so at the time I was probably like, yeah, I probably like rapped every word of that verse when it came on and shit like that. But I do not think his rapping has changed that much from when he was hot. No, I compared don't think to has. like an Eminem, which it's changed a lot, or mm -hmm. certain other older guys. Like Jay Z's done a good job of staying consistent as he gets older. Has Lil Wayne changed much more than Jay-Z has? No. So Jay-Z must have just, like, been in a better situation and marketed himself better, and, like, obviously Wayne's been in, like, bad deals and whatever. Mm -hmm. So it must just be other things that are causing or his... oversaturation. True. Yeah, that's true. True. Because but he was doing... Like, you don't see Jay-Z features pop up that much. You don't... He didn't go through that whole stride of, like, Wayne's, like... What years was it that you literally? 2007 was the I think the year 2007 he had 147 features. Oh my! And oh my every God. single one of them he was. Smashing. See yeah. that that was at the point though. After it was, I want to say like three fourths of the way through that year, mm -hmm. because I wasn't sick of it until I got sick of it. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's, like he did he did kill every single one of those. Yeah. But that is the definition of oversaturation, and there was a point I vividly remember me being like. I don't know if I can fucking take another Wayne feature. Mm -hmm. That's a good point because do you think, um, not to the extent Wayne did, but do you think T-Pain suffered a little bit because of that? Because he so. was the hottest thing and everyone wanted him on a hook. Yeah. And he did a lot, not to Wayne's, like not 147 or whatever it was, <laughs> right. but he did, a, yeah, he did a lot of features. Yep. And then there hit a point where people were just kind of sick of him. But like you listen to even his new music now, fire. Mm -hmm. Like he's still dope. Yeah. But you he's not like as popular as he was. No. I don't think. Maybe I, I could be wrong about that. No, I don't think he is. No, definitely not like it was. Okay. No. Um but he's definitely on like the the rise, I would say. Not, like, he's, like he's coming uh, back yeah, up. Exactly. Yeah. 
but it's a good time for it because so many generations have passed and yeah. you know it's music is just like in cycles all the yeah. time but um i feel like the biggest difference is i felt like people were asking for old wayne for so long mm. you know what i'm saying everything he put out were like that's not old wayne and not old wayne i don't know if anyone did that with or if fans did that with anyone else you like to that extent like um yeah. like with jay-z he's he evolved you know and people were like we want the old jay-z like kind of yeah but it's not like jay-z can't rap kanye like, you he, get it with a decent amount yeah kanye's probably i don't know where kanye is in yeah his mental space because he's like when he start when you drop like um you know 808s and then you drop uh yeezus and stuff like then you get the the college dropout fans are always like I, you know we i want. get what people mean when they say that about all those other artists i don't can i don't really get it with wayne well that's what that's what i'm saying is Dude, because his new project sounds like old Wayne but like even even before bars. that even before that but it's like I don't want to hear old Wayne 07 Wayne in 2018 that's right the problem. yeah you know true. What I'm so I don't know if he did that to appease people but like, but what is that like so kinda, can, kinda can you can you tell lose. me what like this new project what why was it new or why was it old Wayne because he's the punchlines the bars like he's actually his bars are like they're clever, but it's like Wayne still has those shit bars, like I'm Mixed the shit in. type. Yeah. Yeah. But like his stuff recently, he just wasn't snapping. He wasn't snapping. Okay. He wasn't picking good beats. Yeah. And even this is over everyone else's beats. You okay. know what I'm saying? So it, that's maybe like the, the familiarity. Like, yeah, because he was always a mixtape guy. Yeah. yeah. That was his best work, the drought projects, no mm -hmm. ceilings. Yeah. 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 That, 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 I think I mentioned it on another podcast, the Wayne... His bars, they've never been the most clever bars. But a lot of it is because he, he used to be bar, bar, bar. Like, he liked the metaphors and stuff like that. So yep. if he had 10 average shitty bars, but then he came with one clever one or whatever, it was memorable. Right. And maybe he's just missing those clever ones now, and it's just all the shitty bars. Or, yeah. like, for the period of time up until what you're saying, like, mm -hmm. he's he's coming back now, whatever, but... I don't now know. I think about, he went through that uh the rebirth. Remember that album? Yeah. Where he was doing like the rock yeah. stuff. Yeah. He was talking about that rock album for a long he was. time. Yeah. But I don't know, man. It like I said, I enjoy Dedication Six, and it's like I keep saying he can't be back. I'm yeah. not gonna believe it. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. how did he release that? Um, I think just like on SoundCloud or something, or like I think all the like the blog sites had it, like a hot new hip hop type, you know, it was just a mixtape. Because that's not something that's done a lot. Well, now that's either. the other thing, and why when I, we were talking, like you compare a Jay Z to a Wayne, mm -hmm. a lot of it these days is you do have to roll it out right. You do right. have to so well, and you you can't ignore the times either, right? So if it's just right. not reaching the people, then that's going to be an issue issue for you too. Mm -hmm. Like Jay Z's always been great at, you know, and it's because he controls his own shit more than right. Wayne, right. but he's been great at like making buzz for himself when it's time to drop a project mm -hmm. whereas wayne has a hard time doing that like i i'm a, a big wayne fan from back in the day i right. haven't listened to that i think i think that's a thing, problem i think the yeah. thing that and everyone's yeah, it's my fault, everyone's but. missing with wayne is he was literally built for the mixtape days right and the mixtape days are gone yeah so he can't like his albums weren't necessarily like the best thing to come from wayne it was his mixtapes that literally, that literally created all the buzz. 
Like all of it. And he sold albums because of the buzz off of the mixtape. You think? Yeah. I definitely would uh, agree with that for like Carter 3 and... Um, you didn't like Carter 3 that much? Oh, I did. Uh, no, oh, yeah. I, it's, I it's not saying like that the... it's bad. I'm just saying that like, I don't think the buzz can compare to his mixtape buzz. Okay. Carter 4 for me is when it started getting a little slippery. Okay. Yeah. I Agreed. was like, what is this? Yeah. Who is this? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think Carter four, or maybe I don't remember. It was one of those. It was either three or four. I remember driving somewhere with Max, and we we put it in, put some song as some song in, and he says some like whack ass bar. And Max ejects the CD, <laughs> throws it out the window. <laughs> so maybe that was the beginning of the end. Yeah. No, that's a good. That's a good uh, conversation though. The best and the best and favorite thing, I would say. Without you know really sitting down and looking at it, for me, I know Drake and Kanye are at the top. Mm-hmm. J. Cole's got to be in it. Um, and then Kendrick, Lupe, Eminem's right there. Um, those guys. Yeah. I think, man, I think Drake's definitely at the top of my list only because I can, definitely for favorite because I just, I don't know what it is about him, but he's just easy to listen to for me. And no matter what, no matter what he puts out and stuff, and it's not even like I'm overly following him or anything. I'm not like a super fan. Yeah. But it's just like I do whenever I hear somebody say that Drake put out something new, I'm always going to look for it just because I know that most of the time I'm just enjoying it. Mm-hmm. I've always said if I was forced to listen to one artist for the rest of my life, it would easily be Drake because he has so many different things. Different stuff. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. But like back in the day, like I was obsessed with Eminem, like obsessed with him. But like now it's like, and I'm even wondering too, because if I even look at, if I list, go back and cause I do, I listen to Eminem a lot, like going back to listen. I don't listen to his new stuff at all. I can't stand it. (laughs) But going, going back to his old stuff, I'm like, I literally am like, what? Like, would thirty-year-old Matt be liking this, like, as much if it wasn't set to a certain time Probably in his not. life? Right. I don't think so. No, I don't Bro, think that, so either. That time has a lot. It has nostalgia, man. It's Absolutely. like it's a it's, it's a thing. Like yeah. it's it's big in music, especially. Like it's yeah. You set a certain time of that shit because I literally it takes me back to like the times where, like, uh, when I was starting, like to rap and like learning the inner workings of all that stuff. And I'm literally taking, taken back to that period of my life, which was so fun and so new mm-hmm. like that. I can't help, but just that whenever I put him on that old M shit, I'm like, yeah. God damn. Like this, <laughs> like, and I, it's not even the lyrics or anything like it was back in the day. It's just like the sound of it takes me back to that, mm-hmm. which is crazy. But then when I dissect it today, I'm like, what the fuck did he just say? And I Yo. like I mean, Forcept agreements was tight. It was. That's the closest that. thing I've heard to M like well, actually rapping where I'd like it in a long time. Mm-hmm. I think Jay is just an anomaly as far as a lot of things. Jay plays it right. All like the time. seriously. All the time. And that's the thing. And I'm not even saying that like it's tough for me because I'm not even I was never a huge Jay Z fan to begin mm-hmm. with. I like him. I right. still like him, mm-hmm. but never really like a huge Jay Z fan like a lot of people are. Mm-hmm. 
I can respect it. But at the same time, you look at what he does and the way that he markets everything and, and yeah. the way that he kind of he knows when to take a break. He knows when to come back. Mm-hmm. He knows how to not oversaturate. Right. Like he literally just does everything right. He's, in a, his marketing he's, a, he's plan. a smart businessman. Right. And he's also a, a rapper with with vocal swag. Right. So like a Kanye who feels the need to always push the envelope innovate. sonically and yeah. innovate, which is dope and the game needs that. Yeah. You're gonna it's way more risky and harder to stick around and, and people fuck with right. your latest shit. Um even Eminem was a very specific sound. Like You're he right. was so new and even being the white boy rapper that could actually rap, but you listen to those beats and the way he rapped and having comedy in it and stuff like that and just being super foul. Like it wasn't Jay-Z is just a, a rapper that's a good storyteller, has good bars, picks good beats, has vocal swag. And as long as you're a good businessman, then mm-hmm. that I think has a better um, longevity or yeah. ability to last long. What do you guys feel about Magna Carta? I, I, I like yeah. it. It was like it was good. Yeah. It wasn't like a like a cohesive thing, in my opinion. It sounded like a bunch of singles. Did but- you feel like he was trying to... He was doing Push too the much. envelope as far as like go towards the new age. Um, I don't know. Yeah, if you listen to a lot of those beats, it is like very. It was like to the times. Yeah. Of of that heavy eight oh eights, heavy snares. Who like not Pharrell, Rick Rubin, Timbaland. Yeah. But he does kind of go with the times a little bit. Like he doesn't stick with, and that's what I think makes him successful. Is he does. I didn't his, think four forty four was. He does the times. his rapping right. on. Yeah, agreed. That's real. But I think he rolled back. Mm. I think yeah. he was like, I think because I think he did because I saw tons of mixed reviews on Magna Carta. Okay. Like people either liked it or it was okay. I, I didn't see I like anyone love it. Yeah, I didn't see anyone it's love it. Hits. But I I saw a lot of like and mm. I saw a lot of very strong dislike. And I saw the strong dislike mostly from his like hardcore fans saying he was like conforming. Yeah. Okay. Because to me, I could hear it sonically. It not, and it wasn't even the way that he was rapping. It was the way that it was his beat beats. selection. Mm-hmm. Jay Z still has eight million follow, list, monthly listeners on Spotify without With no songs. like any music on it. <laughs> That's amazing. It's like all features and Watch the Throne. That's insane. dude. Um, even the way that he set the, um, I mean, made it kind of popular and cool to not write down your verses when you record. Yeah. That reminded me of Wayne because Wayne did that or started doing that. And it sounds like when Wayne gets those repetitive bars, mm-hmm. that's what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. You know, Two Chains is enough. Like, he's the first one I think of. He's every interview I see of Two Chains, he's like, you know, I don't write nothing down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, it sounds like it. <laughs> right. It does yeah. because your bars are like, no, I know. You know, you like think of something you should have said before yeah. and then you add it to the next one. Yeah. You do that a hundred times over. Yeah. Do you guys also think with, like a Jay Z, he was that New York East Coast guy, like heavy. Yeah. And the East Coast, you know, since Jay, have they had that powerhouse rapper, top guy, top mm-hmm. dog from the East Coast, from New York? One, like, I mean, when they did, it was Nas and they were beefing with each other. Right. You know what I'm but saying? But like after that era. Yeah, nah. Because nah. you look at like, you know, you had your, um, you know, your T.I. and Luda and your outcat Andre 3000 in the, South. in the South. But now there's like, there's a whole new wave of, right. of big, like Migos is one of the biggest things in yeah. music right now. I was right. going to bring that up too. Yeah. And, and there's other guys from this. And then same with the West Coast. They had their, they had Tupac, they had Snoop, 
They had all those guys. Now they got TDE and they right. got fucking Kendrick and shit. Yeah. And like I think even though Drake's Canada and Toronto, like he's a little bit like Midwest, like Midwest, following yeah. in Kanye's yeah. kind of footsteps a little mm-hmm. bit. Whereas who would be the guy for the East Coast? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like the the guys that jump that jump in my mind first with New York are like ASAP Rocky, Joey Badass. Um, Joey Badass. Mm-hmm. Those are the two guys that jumped in my head. And I'm I feel like I'm missing somebody because there's gotta be somebody bigger than that that has come around in that period of time. But Damn, very southern feel though. That's what I was gonna say is that a lot of times you don't even know where people are from. Right. Because yeah. they don't sound like But it. that is the thing though, I will say that like West Coast still has that like vibe. Mm-hmm. Like the the guys out of the West Coast, they have the songs and you're right, like not every song. Right. Like because everybody bends bends where they're from and stuff like that as far as the style of music goes mm-hmm. yeah but they do have those songs that they can pull off better than anybody else that has that style it's a west coast style. yeah and the midwest has a style mm-hmm. and you can hear it in a lot of drake's music you can hear it in kanye's music you can hear it in those in those midwest guys lupe. music lupe yeah it's and i don't even really it's like the it's hard it's, to it's, it's super it. it's super hard to describe but like and the East Coast does have a vibe, mm-hmm. but I don't hear it from a lot of guys. Yeah, and maybe it's just like the East Coast style is is a little bit out of style at the moment. Out of right? yeah, at the, the moment it always, the it always yeah. comes back. It always comes back, but yeah. But East Coast was always known as like you know very lyrical mm-hmm. rap. Yeah, and, um, the boom bap. Yep, and that's not in style right now. But I also think you know you can you can develop a sound that's popular in this day and age and still be east coast you know like joey badass right and and um, I, I like joey badass but he's not you know he's not drake he's not kendrick he's not migos as far as popularity goes mm-hmm. right so I, I don't know even someone like uh takashi 69 he's from new york but yeah you would never know no, you would never know that. you would never no, know that. no no I, I mean <laughs> um have you seen the um walk it like i talk it video no dude it's amazing really yes yeah migos and drake they do it like the soul train. Okay, like Everything okay. is like the and they okay, wear these like ridiculous okay. costumes. You guys see this shit? Like they have the the afros, the old school joints. Oh shit! The entire video. Oh, was Drake. Like, that's with crazy. the Jerry curl. And the I video was so good. They got Jamie Foxx in it. It's hilarious. Damn. Flossy. Good as hell though. I'll have to check that out. Um, shout out JID. That's also who I've been listening to a bunch. You put Jim, me on him. I fucking love him. He's you put me on him. He's, he's, he signed to Dreamville. J Cole. Okay. Dreamville has some hitters right now. Yeah. Did you listen to that Kaz album? No, I didn't. Okay. It was pretty solid. Yeah. You sent me a couple joints? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, J.I.D., Earth Gang, they're also on the yeah. label. This dude, Loot, L-U-T-E. I you just, told me about him. I got to listen to him. He's pretty dope. He's pretty dope. Yeah. Are they all like new signs? Relatively. Yeah, new yeah. newish. Earth Gang and J.I.D. have been on tour for a little bit together. Okay. But they're... They're ill. Yeah, JID's album is really dope that I listened to. His project. Yeah. And he's a lyric, like he's lyrical. Yeah. You know, but he's, but that's, I guess what I mean is he's a lyrical guy Mm -hmm. for sure. Right. But he does it in a way that it's like, I could still just be in the car and put on one of his songs with one, with some of my friends that aren't, you know, lyrical, miracle, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they would enjoy that music. And he he, has, he blends it well. He has joints for, you know, like softer. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say soft. But no, I know what you mean. Yeah. I think a lot of that is beat selection though too as far as like um l- like if a, if a guy 
you know, you hear certain beats as far as, oh, this one, this one I need to just flow over yeah. and let the beat take over, or mm-hmm. this one needs my lyrical side in order mm-hmm. to save it type right. of a thought. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of rappers like go into that type of a thing, but the rappers now that I'm starting to enjoy a little bit more will take the ones that you could easily just flow over mm-hmm. and like make it a dope song and everyone mm-hmm. would like it or whatever. But they take it a step further and they're like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to make this into, I'm still going to flow over it, but I'm right. going to try hard yeah. to like still do what I could flowing over this, but put some dope ass lyrics into this. I think with uh, <clears throat> Joey Badass, mm-hmm. I think he took a step way up in popularity when he, when he got uh, devastated. That was amazing. Because that was, it wasn't just this lyrical song. It was really catchy. It had a great beat great hook Mm -hmm. and i think that elevated him in popularity a lot and so now i think a lot more eyes are on him because of that single Mm -hmm. than they than they were before and now if maybe he like his album was good yeah i liked it It um you can see why you know it wasn't like huge popularity make him a superstar Mm -hmm. as far as just popular songs but maybe if he can grab another couple of singles that grab people's attention or something on his next project maybe he could start to become that new york east coast guy i don't know right that that is interesting to me though because i i just kind of thought of that topic as we were talking and i think you can really point to that as far as the regions go yeah like you can point to the old guys that were the megastars like wayne in the south and Mm. ti in the south and whatever and now you can point to the new guys in the south that are the stars yeah right same with the west coast with snoop and tupac and now tde and those guys yep same with the North and yep. the Midwest. Like yep. you had your Kanye's and now you got fucking Drake and shit. Mm, and right. the East Coast is a little tougher. To, you had Jay Z, you had Nas, you had Biggie. Now you have like you got a lot of yeah, guys funny. that aren't on quite on that level. Yeah, yeah. That's risky. You want to take a couple more uh, fan things and get out of here? Let's do it. Fan things. Hey guys, it's Matt. Um, what up? I it's you was thinking about this um packy he released put that belly delirious, <sighs> like one of the uh one of his <laughs> songs where he would sing and was very melodic i was wondering if um that alicia no no alicia um what is it mariah carey cover or um remix will come out i think that was like one of the most uh slept on um remixes uh i was also wondering like what does peck think about like doing some more singing because i like a lot a lot of diversity um, but just let me know thank you um good question i appreciate that there's fans out there that like that stuff because i like experimenting with it and doing right. it i don't just like sitting down in the studio every time and writing as many bars and 16s as i can or whatever mm-hmm. i like to do that so but the bottom line is, they're never the most popular songs. Like, yeah. Delirious is probably my most popular um, singy song that I've done. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Yeah, by and, far. Yeah, and it's still not, like, the most popular song. No. So, no, I, like, I'll always do that stuff because I just have, like, that's just who I am as an artist. I'm, right. not, I'm not just always going to be, oh, I just, every time I sit down, I got to make my most popular song. No, I'm going to make what I want to make. But at the same time, you got to understand it's not like, hey, it's it's not what I do, period. Like, it's it's not my thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't necessarily even want to do it as much as I want to rap. 
but also it's never the most popular shit. But I appreciate that there's fans out there that like it because if no one fucked with it and everyone was just like, this is garbage, get back to rapping, whatever, then when I want to do it, I would be like, damn, I just, so I just got to do this for myself and not burn right. it out, whatever. And as far as the Mariah Carey thing goes, um, I think he's referring to this. Um, but I, uh, I did like a, I did a verse and kind of like a makeshift hook over this, and I put it on either Snapchat or my Insta story or something like that, and uh, and I guess like a few people just liked it and latched onto it, but I haven't finished it. Yeah, I like, but it's another like. I kind of did some singing stuff, and for me, because I'm not a singer, it's it's tough to get it right. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, like I might hear something in my head or have an idea and Dude. be like, you know, I don't know, I can't quite pull it off, and so it, it never comes out. And that's only one of those. Only for tonight is the perfect example. <laughs> yep, <laughs> the first ever sing songy shit we made. Yep, was with uh, Q. Mm-hmm. Dags wasn't Dags was like out of town. He was, yeah. he was in L.A. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, it was was it it was just you and I, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and Mo I, made the beat. I think Yvonne and Allison were in the studio. Yeah. yeah. And Mo made the beat, and we did like this like auto tune sing song only yeah. for tonight. It's and that still was out the, there. yeah, it's that was the first time we did it. Mm-hmm. And but no, it's just fun to do that in the studio yeah. sometimes. So. But yeah, it doesn't always equate to the most exactly uh, in right, my head marketable was, thing. I was right. goddamn Teddy Pendergrass, right. and then. But I do. <laughs> I heard it like. I do believe though, like um. There's certain ones where I'm like, yeah, I'm not a singer, so what? It's understandable that this isn't the most popular thing, right? But there are certain ones like Delirious, where I firmly believe that is a dope sounding song. I think I hit a pocket where my vocals actually sound really well, and I think if I got it into the right hands or into the yeah. right audience, mm. that it could be a more popular song. It's just that our fans and our audience are our fans and our audience for a reason. Right. Because they like the stuff that I am used to doing and am good at and do all the time. Mm-hmm. And so that isn't necessarily the audience for Delirious. Right. You know what I'm thinking this day and age too? Uh, oversaturation as far as songs go with uh, how streaming is today. Mm-hmm. What you're doing right now is probably the best. Like if you're going to look back on it 10 years from now, <clears throat> it's not always how it's been, but if you're going to look back on this music era 10 years from now, I think you're going to like the way that you could experiment because I think because of that, it's going to able, it's going to enable you to be a rapper for longer mm-hmm. because you're not just coming out with the same type of stuff Absolutely. all the time. True. Like <clears throat> Wayne. Dope. And <laughs> no, that's true. Real that's shit. true. Yeah. And, but that's the thing is it's given you the freedom to be like, okay, I'm going to release one of these super popular type songs that all my fans like, and then I'm going to give you three of the not so ones yeah. and experiment. And then you got to wait for the next one. That's true. Because yeah, if you don't like a certain type of song, it's not like you're waiting that long to get your next one. But if I just put out a similar type of song every time, right. then even if you like those, you get, it's going to get lost in the shuffle. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. Last question. Hey, I'm Mason from a suburb around Dallas, Texas. Jerry Jones. I think I have a crush on one of my close friends' girlfriends. Just wondering what you think I should do. Any help would be great. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) That's my best friend. 
Don't do it. Bro, <laughs> man, I'm telling you. Hide it deep, deep away. <laughs> Push it away. That's a tough one, man. No, it's not. <laughs> I agree. It's a tough one to be going through. Yeah. It's yeah, a tough okay. one to be going through. Okay. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. That shit can only lead to everybody yeah. losing. Your your crush will go away. Correct. Your crush will go away. But if his he said his best friend, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, don't don't ruin that. No. That that means more than your crush. Your crush will go away. Your best friend is probably your best friend for a reason. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah. Don't let him know that shit. <laughs> don't be doing this. <laughs> if you do, don't think about her when you're doing this. If you do that, you're gonna be getting. <laughs> You know, we should do a love podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Give advice. Only for tonight podcast. Only for tonight. <laughs> That'd be tight. That's real. P's and Q's coming soon. P's and Q's. That's that's uh, me and Q's podcast. We've been talking about that for 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someday. Uh, yeah. So. Is that it for voicemails? That's it for voicemails. Um. We're almost at the two-hour mark. 20 Ooh. more minutes. Hour 40, nice. Let's uh, beat Joel's. Let's go six more minutes. <laughs> what, was, what was his? I think 145. 145? Nice. No disrespect. Just play a six-minute song. <laughs> Just play Nipsey. <laughs> Dude. Um, yeah. All right, let me look on. Uh, where was your um, best, where's the best show you think you've had? On tour or anyway. Well, the hometown shows are always good mm -hmm. um, for the most part. I'll take that out of the equation because I think the going away show was, was one like, of the most fun ones I've ever had mm -hmm. because of just where we were in our careers, all the homies there, like tons of people. First time we really saw fans in person. Right. That was cool. Mm -hmm. Other than the hometown and stuff like that, do you have one that pops out to you? Out of state? I'm trying to think. I feel like Boston always pops up to me on that Jonas tour. Yeah, that was that was fun. Crazy. That was because, sold out. Yeah, that was sold out, and it was pretty like we had a lot of people there yeah. to see us, like a lot. That, that was, was pretty. Was dope. that the only sold out show we've had on a? Well, no, that's not true. That's not no. true. Um, that was the first, I think. Yes, first sold out show we had on the road. So that was fun. That was in two thousand fourteen. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. How do you, uh, no, 14. How do you choose where you're going to perform? You just kind of reach out to people? Um, well, it depends. If it's, if it's our tour, um, it's whoever, like, we are going through to book it. Like, um, and they, it's just kind of, it's, it's more a routing thing than anything and just timing wise. Like, okay, so you, I'm going to, we're going to start in whatever, Chicago, mm -hmm. and then we're going to start going west. So you just look at some of the, main cities and if they can get you in on these dates and whatever and just trying to match up dates with the actual route and path of the tour mm -hmm. it's not it's not necessarily some big science that goes into it of like we have fans here we got to hit here because most of the time your fans are in the bigger cities so you're trying to hit the bigger cities right. and then the other ones are just routing in between on dates All right but um we're we're looking into should i i don't even, i don't want to put it out there yet no, too much going on. Yeah, it. I don't want to put it out there yet. 
But it's yeah. tough. It's it, there's because that's the thing. Like as much as you would like to hype a tour, like, and you would like to go on a tour, yeah. there's so many aspects to it that have to fall into place. That it's like, and when you're doing it independently, yeah, <laughs> it's like things just fall through so easily with that stuff that it's just like, it's it's so tough to just plan. Yeah, it's tough. But yeah, I mean they're fun. But Boston, I don't know. Boston definitely. Every time someone asks me that question, Boston always stands out to me because that that was so un- unexpected and so like insane. Yeah, that it was. That was a cool show. Yeah. Had you been to Boston prior? Just in no. general? Uh-uh. No, nope, not no. at all. Way to welcome the city. Yeah, it was. That was really dope. Yeah, they really all those. Yeah, <laughs> everyone from Boston showed out for us because that was that was dope. Did we actually smoke? had like a loft style meet no, and greet and so. stuff, and like uh-huh. that's how you know that a city showed out for you is when. Yeah, you have people are lining up to line. yeah, yeah, and it takes you a while to get through it. Mm-hmm. Then it's like that's dope. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. dope. Any new merch dropping? We need to. We might need to actually work on that today on some designs. Um, because yeah, the sale is done. The sale is done. We're we're low on gear, and so we gotta we gotta re. We I mean, we're low on the the shirt colors. We still got some of the other shit like the zip ups. Yeah. Zip ups are dope. Yeah. I feel like people are sleeping on the zip ups. They're comfortable as hell. Those are one of my favorite items. Like that gray zip up, I love it. Yeah. What's on the? Is that like mink on the inside? Yeah. Butter. It is. Yeah. It feels nice. It is. Mink. I couldn't tell it was chinchilla. Yeah. We're taking a loss on those. It's worth every it. time. Hell it's a loss. It. Yeah. I'm promoting it right now. Yeah. This sales got us in the red. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the pod. Yeah. Um. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go spin, gone off the drink. Keep that in your playlists. Um, keep sending us voicemails and Twitter vids with audio and stuff for your questions. Um, the voicemail numbers in the the, the uh, description. Six one six of the seven, video. Seven, 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 so I don't have to keep saying it, but <laughs> yeah, you've said it enough. They yeah. can find it. You can find it. Um, definitely call us up. If not, Twitter is where you need to go. Q, uh-huh. any any final words? You know, I would just like to thank you all. Absolutely. For having me. I appreciate it. No uh, problem, man. Manilas, great to manilas, have you. Manilas. We got to get you back as long as the fans don't hate you and kill you in <laughs> yeah, the thread. Man. They loved you on the We Know You in Real Life video. Yeah. Um, disclaimer, I didn't know all the words. so <laughs> I hit Q out of the blue. Like, that was real talk, like a pretty last second video. We, we had a meeting that night. And uh, and Q was coming through, and I was like, "Hey, do you want to be in this video?" I don't yeah. even think you knew it was for "We Know You in Real Life." No, you put the uh, the acronym, and I was like, "Oh, All okay, right, I don't yeah. know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> what would Jesus do?" <laughs> yeah. So no, it was it was very last second. I don't think Mo knew he was going to be in it. Whatever. No, it was dope though. Yeah, it was fun. Um, no, that's on me for not knowing the song. I usually know every song, and that one I was like, "Huh?" No, you. No, it was dope though. But no, shout out Aiden for that video and, yeah, and Aiden, these two for being in the it. The boss. But and it seems like I've been happy with the feedback on that because it was mm-hmm. a, it was a simple video, but yeah. Aiden did a good job with it, and that's more of the type of shit I want to do going forward. And yeah, you get the uh, you always gonna get the random people that are like, oh, it should have been this money. or it should have been better or whatever. Yeah, right. But I think the overwhelming majority was cool. I like cool visual. Right. Rather have a visual than no visual, and yeah. So I think I'm gonna keep going that route. Yeah. I think it also helped that. In that previous podcast, you kind of mentioned the the t- the style. Yeah, when we had even said, I remember talking to Aiden going into it, and we were in, initially we we're going to do a video for like this. Okay, but we kept thinking 
it's like an outside warm weather more yeah. song. And so kind of last second, we decided to do we know, we know You in Real Life, make it simple, do it in the studio, which goes with the song of We Know You in Real Life. Like, right. let's not do a bunch of extra shit. Yeah. Kind of spontaneous in the studio where we were having the meeting and everything anyway. Right. Like, this is it. Absolutely. And so I that's think it true. fits the vibe of it anyways. But good luck on uh, playing that. If you haven't seen it, that's available on our YouTube channel as well. We know you in real life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we're leaving them with some gone off the drink. Or no, no, no. We're throwing it back. Ooh. Oh. oh. Here comes the semi-truck. No, no, no. We're throwing it back to 2010. Nine? Nine. Nine. Holy. Nine. 2009, right. the year the spectators were established. Correct. 2009, this is Try Me. This is when this is when I gave Q his nickname. Yes, correct. Try Me featuring Green Scheme. <laughs> when I literally <laughs> sounded like I was just talking on the track. Hello, guys. <laughs> podcasting on the, on the track. Yep. <laughs> All right, this is Try Me. We should just put a beat over this podcast and call it a song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the back in the Alroy's here to party too. Woo woo! The bar is for the barbecue. Q. Hi, hater, you remember me. No need for introduction. Q, aka Q by BKA Diamond found in the rough. And I'm so super clean, I could do this thing without custom. But fuck it, don't really care about my grammar. And so I doesn't. No X pill necessary. You hit this verse, you'll feel it. Michael Myers round here. Throw me a beat, I will kill it. Don't sleep on me like I quill, but make sure you overdose. My attitude is deserted. There's no one even close. To me, I'm an animal out the case. Let me get them. Trying to roofie them, rape the game. They ain't gonna know what hit them. So try me if you wanna. I'll put the track in the coma. Float is a beast. Shrek, you just Princess Fiona. Come on, you know I'm on it. I've been drunken in the lead. And we both talking that green. That's why my city's sitting next to me. Slow it down.